No, man. I like, I like, I was 190 pounds after practice today. I don't, don't look that big, but I must be dense. And I've been doing a lot of strength and conditioning. I'm almost like two years deep with my same coach. Download the All Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights. Challenge your friends. Level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. All right, man. Let's jump right into it, man. You're you're heading into your 19th UFC fight. That is a feat, man. Like not many fighters are making it to 20, and you're de definitely gonna make it to 20. So, what do you think about what you've been through so far, man? All the fights you've been through, man. All the matchups. Man, that's cool you mentioned it. When I got signed to the UFC, yeah, I, I had like no expectations. I mean, this is before Contender Series. So like even getting signed wasn't really like on like the list of things to do because I didn't know it was possible. I get signed, have, you know, don't even know what kind of expectations to have. So I'm like, all right, if I can make it to 10 fights, you know, I'll be a vet. And then like fight eight, nine comes, I'm like, all right, 20 fights is my goal. And then after fight like 15 or 16, I was like, all right, no more fight numbers. I want wins. So 20 wins in the UFC is my goal. So fight numbers, fight 20 is coming up soon. But but win 20, that's that's the main goal. You know, then I'll reassess I hit that number. But I'm at, I'm at 12 wins now, so I got some work to do. Hey, it's coming up, man. It's coming up. You never know, man. Time flies and matchups come. You know, I, I was looking at your record for the last couple of years. Yo, you've had like notable name after notable name after notable name it's just like the matchmakers they put you in these great fights man not even like um like bad matchups or anything like that it's just exciting matchups yeah oh you know also jumping on short notice fights has done me so well um man i would even like to get a, a deal worked out with sean like don't even book me fights just like anytime somebody drops out i'll fill in because man if i could I, I would like to fight more in a year if i could fight like four or five times a year and that would be awesome. And I understand they got to cycle through everyone on the roster. And it's usually like a five-month turnaround. But, man, if, if I could get, you know, if four or five would be awesome. My body can handle it, too, especially while I'm young, relatively young. I'd like to get as many, many octagon fights as I could. Yeah, man, you're still, like you said, you're still relatively young. But you're deep into your UFC career, you know what I mean? And uh, now you got Joaquin Buckley, another notable name I was talking about earlier. He recently dropped down to welterweight. Thoughts on him, the matchup? Yeah, man, I actually only had one interaction with him in the past. He was super cool. You know, ever since then, I had a lot of respect for him. I always enjoyed watching him fight. You know, he's got one of the craziest knockouts in UFC history. You know, he's a, he's a real martial artist. It'll be a, a very fun, challenging fight. And he's not a, you know, he doesn't really play it safe. He'll, he'll stand and crack, man. So everyone online's like, oh, this is a banger. This is guaranteed violence. And man, I love hearing that because those are the fights that I like to put on for sure. Yeah, and you know, we've been speaking over the years. That that's exactly what you want. You know, what I mean, every single time out there, you want someone to challenge you on the feet. You know, what I mean, the ground game will come, but the feet—that's where you want to play the fight out, right? Mostly. Yeah, man, I've been grateful. Even when I, you know, Mickey Gall has been like the only grappler that I've got in my last like eight or nine matchups, and he was down to stand and strike. He only shot in one time. So, man, I'm I'm always grateful to get these get these strikers. It just makes for a, a fun a fun fight. And, uh, and that grants, I don't mind fighting the grapplers, but like sometimes those fights can be a little boring. Sometimes training camp for those fights is a little less fun. So, I mean, I'm always mixing it up, but but yeah, this will be a fun matchup for sure. For Buckley, you know, his last fight, his welterweight debut, what'd you think of that? You know I mean? Of course he got the knockout in the second round, but before the knockout came, you know, there was so much you could like dissect, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've done my tape study. Um, you know, Andre Fialho, he's good. He's actually fighting Tim Means next week, and that's a fun fight to watch. I like both dudes. And then, uh, and Fialho, he's had a tough. You know, he's had nothing but tough fights in the UFC. And uh, and it, it seemed in that fight he was he knew Buckley's you know explosivity and his and his potential to land big strikes, and he seemed a little hesitant in that fight. The first round, although fun, wasn't that notable. Not a lot landed. So, uh, so you know, you know, go watch some tape, but when there weren't that many exchanges, there wasn't too much information to take from that one, but it wasn't a fun fight and he did his job. It would have been, I wish, I wish Fialho would have thrown a little more back in that one, but I mean, that was a great debut. I know he uh, had like mixed success to 85, you know, looked good at 170. So, you know, again, I'm up for the, I'm up for a tough fight. Every fight's a tough fight. I've been training my butt off for this one too, man. It's been a good camp. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great opportunity. And you know, it's very rare when a fighter, drops down a weight class, especially a 15-pound difference. Do you think that that's a good idea for longevity, though? You know what I mean? Because I don't – I've never seen you cut down to 155 in a fight. No, man. I Like, I, like I was 190 pounds after practice today. I don't, I don't look that big, but I must be dense. And I've been doing a lot of strength and conditioning. I'm almost, like, two years deep with my same coach. And, like, finally, after, you know, like, the 14th, 15th month mark, I finally started to, like, see some differences physically, and I felt them pretty much out the gates. But yeah, making 55, it was just, it, it would never, ever have been easy. And like, I even tried a couple times and never made it. And uh, so making welterweight was always very doable. Even a catchweight at 180 every once in a while was cool, especially before the UFC, my fight with Pons was at 180. But yeah, it seems like Buckley didn't have a struggle to make 170. And all. I bet you he wasn't the heaviest 85er, would be my guess. You know, it's funny, usually guys go up from 170 to 185. Like, look at Robert Whitaker, Sean Strickland. You rarely see it the other way around, so it's rare, but it happens, and it seems like it's doing well. Yeah, and you know, I remember you called out Brian Barbarena, but he went up to middleweight. He left the division. Yeah, he was not a very big welterweight, and the matchup he got was weird, man. He had a he had a tough string of some good grapplers. I'm not too sure what the decision making was there, but it was not favorable. I know you you'll fight anybody, but has there been a time where you were like? or your coaches came to you, or, you know, I don't know who you talk with about matchmaking, but, and said, like, maybe this one is not the right one at this moment. Maybe in the future, but not this moment. Has there ever been those conversations? Um, not necessarily. I mean, there's dudes I'd rather fight than not, but I've never turned a UFC fight offer down. Like, I'm sure you could, but I don't know why you would or if you should. Um, I, I've only heard like tales of guys not taking fights and then being shelved or whatever. And, uh, and no, and it's funny. I try not to have many expectations. There've been times where I've like really wanted to fight somebody and like had mentioned it and it just like doesn't happen. Or like I have an idea and then the UFC prevents me with, or uh, presents me with something like out of left field, like something I never considered. So man, I've learned to just have no expectations and kind of be open to whatever. And that's also why I like accepting those short notice fights do have some control of that, you know? So again, man, I just enjoy fighting. I really enjoy getting paid and every fight in the UFC is a hard fight. So I mean, bring it on. Your last fight against Tim means we spoke ahead of that fight and, and I, and I feel like I did ask you about like your ground game and maybe utilizing it this time around. Cause you haven't had a submission in a while. And then you get the submission because I think you told me like, nah, I'm going to go out there and train with him on the feet. And then you get the guillotine. That was so like, opposite of what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, he shot. If he didn't shoot, we would have stayed on the feet banging it out. Um, it, it's, it's You know, Sean Strickland actually said it so well in his last pre-fight 
you know, uh, media day, he was like, the plan is often to wrestle, but when you get the four ounce gloves on, sometimes the, the retard takes over. And man, he had said what I had felt for so long. I just didn't know how to put it into words. And he described it like so eloquently. It was really funny. But I feel like he and I are kind of cut from the same cloth because I, I more, in, I enjoy training more than anything. Like my hobby is training and like the fighting just kind of funds that and it makes sense. So, I mean, I get where he's coming from. It's kind of nice seeing like a, like a, a guy who just really is in it for the training become champion, man. Honestly, very inspirational because I never would have expected that. And he was able to get it done against one of the best strikers in the world. I mean, yeah, like this sport, this is, this is why people love the, to watch it. Is because like everybody's ahead of the fight. They're like, yeah, Strickland, he needs to wrestle. He needs to grapple, fence, single legs, whatever. Just get him to the ground. You're gonna win this fight. This is how you're gonna win. And then he goes in there and wins the total opposite way, the way that nobody said anything. I don't even think anybody broke down the striking, except for probably Strickland's team, and went in there implemented a phenomenal game plan. Man, it was it was great to watch. Yeah, man, it, it really was. Man, yeah, the UFC is awesome. I remember that, like, the, the, there was like the big power slap push, and everyone was like, it was, it put like, <laughs> weird, a weird vibe in the air. But then yeah. that end was Islam Makachev versus Volkanovsky, mm-hmm. and that whole card was a banger. I remember Jimmy Crute and Alonzo Minifield opened up the show, yeah. and it was banger after finish after banger. And like seeing how awesome the UFC fights were, kind of like set the mood right again. And, uh, and yeah, that's that's what I feel like that Strickland-Izzy fight had done. It just shows like why MMA is so awesome and why the UFC is so much fun. Definitely. And, you know, last time we spoke, you mentioned that you're going to Fortis, you're also going to Houston, and then you have your own gym as well. Is that what you're doing again? That's the that's how you're splitting your time? Yeah, man, it's a well-oiled machine. You know, I, I love making the trip up to Dallas. It's like a very martial arts-focused drive. I do some super hard training up there, man, just... And we got a bunch of bunch of newer guys on the team, these wrestlers, and dude, they're freaking beasts and their pace is beastly. Train with those dudes, come home, recover a little bit, kind of refine my techniques, train with my guys up in Houston, love all my training partners at my gym, and at like some of Houston's OG gyms like war. And then I then make the trip back to Dallas and just do that for as long as fight camp's going on and really feel good. And it was funny, after like my third week. I like was not getting tired in training. Like no matter how hard I would do jujitsu rounds or MMA rounds, I just wouldn't get tired anymore, man. It's nice. I'm already in like great fight shape. Now it's just about kind of sharpening everything up and, and really putting a pace. Definitely. You know, you've been through so many training camps. You know, we talked about it, your 19th fight coming up in the UFC. Do, can you t- tone it back a little bit nowadays compared to like when you were younger? Cause you know, like I guess wisdom can trump physical ability in some ways? Yeah, man, I was just talking to my striking coach, Matt. We were kind of reminiscing about the old days and like we used to do like marathon sessions, like 9.30 in the morning until like 2 p.m. And I definitely train smarter now, uh, but still train a lot. And I don't train a lot so I can be the best in the world. I train a lot because I enjoy training. There are many many days, especially out of camp, where I like have to skip sessions because I'm like so sore and tired. Like my body can't keep up with the amount of sessions that I have. And uh, it's, it's a great problem to have. I mean, there's many times where I'm like a little bummed. I can't, I can't do a training session because I just like need a day off. But, uh, but no, man, I, I, can't, I can't, you know, be grateful enough for like the lifestyle and the amount of fun I have in training. And I am definitely training smarter, you know, like mitigating head damage is the, the number one goal all the time. So like striking defense, pressure and forward, you know, working on wrestling a lot. Wrestling is a really fun part of like the grappling game. And, uh, and in like modern jujitsu, 
it's 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 at a strong crossroads with wrestling all like the submission only nogi stuff man wrestling's a big part of it so we're getting a lot of guys a lot you know with a big focus on wrestling it's been a lot of fun very scramble heavy did you see uh Demetrius johnson he went out there to vegas for the world yeah he won. That was gold. that's a brown belt that's so funny man he's like one of the best <laughs> yeah. i feel like he should have like a black belt but man he, he yeah you gotta do you gotta put the gear on if you want to get a black belt so i got it that was cool to see him go do that yeah man. you gotta i guess in martial arts you do kind of have to follow the rules right you can't just be grandfathered in too much you know what i mean not too much yeah it's nice like yeah. you know there are some traditional aspects that that exactly i'm in place you know just to give guys structure and a schedule man it's fun definitely um who's been giving you the looks though for for buckley man buckley he, he's he's built differently than a lot of welterweights yeah, so man, thankfully, I actually got a lot of explosive southpaws, man. There's one guy, um, his name is Bruce Whitehead. He's going to be, like, with me on fight week. He's just, like, a super explosive southpaw. He just fought on a main card in Fury and got, like, a 30-second finish. But, man, all the guys at Fortis, um, Julius Holmes is actually headlining a card on Sunday in Oklahoma. He's a big, strong southpaw. And then, and then a lot of those wrestlers, I know Jacoby Smith, he's another one's weight. He's fighting on that card as well. And then Nick Piccanini, he's fighting. So, man, I've had a lot of really, really good looks. Um, Ramez Brahima, he's always down to kind of do whatever he needs to, to 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 emulate a look. And he's really powerful. So, man, I've, I have not had a lack of, of explosive southpaws to train with. And it's been fun, man. I mean, and Tim Beans was a southpaw. I got a lot of drilling in. I, I'm, like, sick of training with southpaws. I've been doing it so much. Good. And I think Buckley may even switch it up. But, like, dude, I'll fight an ortho fighter all day long. I mean, that's, like, my bread and butter. So it's actually been nice the last two camps, like, really kind of stepping into that, like, lesser comfortable zone and banging out with these southpaws. Plus, with southpaws, there's not a lot of lead attacks. It's all power strikes. It's all open side kicks and straight rights and straight lefts. So it's been, like, a pretty offensive couple of fight camps. Yeah, man. It's a... Uh... It's an interesting matchup, like you said, and he's a southpaw, but he likes to switch. So when he switches, that's when you're when you become more comfortable, I guess, with yeah. uh, with you the know, stance. I and tell my striking coach, I was like, I can get used to fighting southpaws. I'm finally getting comfortable. And even Bruce, he was like, of all my training partners, you deal with my southpaw the most, like like the best. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't have expected to get some get some high level guys training with him too. So I mean, that was good. That was good feedback. Uh, I saw uh, that you had a huge wrestling workshop at your gym. You know, how was it having the All-Americans there? Yeah, Kyle Crutchman, I, I forgot to mention him. He just fought, fought in Bellator, got a first-round TKO. But, man, Crutch is the man. I added a couple small tweaks to my wrestling game, especially on, like, like a certain, like, drag down, just, like, using your leg to block their leg. And, yeah, Crutch, man, we had, like, 80 people in that seminar. It was even bigger than I expected. But, man, I have a really big gym back home. We've been around since 07. So I have like a huge, huge like student base and Crutch came down from Dallas and ran that seminar and man, it was, it was awesome. It was so much fun. We packed that place out. It was cool, man. Seeing high level collegiate wrestlers is just different. There's like black belts in jujitsu and then there's like high level competition black belt. Like you got wrestlers and you got like high level collegiate wrestlers and they're just a different breed, man. It's a different animal. Yeah, there's so many, so many high-level guys out there that are wrestlers that are fighting and also coaches, too, that are coming from the collegiate ranks that are transitioning to MMA that don't want to fight, but they like to coach. So much <laughs> yeah. knowledge. Yeah, it's cool, man. And the, just the pacing, like the physicality. Like I've seen, like, you know, we get shark tanked at Fortis. I've seen some of those wrestlers, like, like dog tired, like dead tired. 
and they just won't quit in scrambles, man. It's weird. It really is. It's cool, though. It's inspiring. Has Kyle joined Fortis? Is that is he part of them with them now? Rushmore, yeah. So he fought in oh, Chicago, good. Bellator against Bobby Nash. Uh, man, it was, I think, a week or two after my Tim Means fight. But, dude, he freaking crushed it, man. And, yeah, he was yeah. safe in his corner. I think he had Charles Bird up there with him, too, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, but yeah, dude, yeah, those guys are all Fortis bound. I know, like, uh, Jacoby Smith's fighting Fury main card on Sunday as well. Coach Safe will be there. Those guys are, are like, they're, they're Solid additions. Hell Solid yeah. additions right there, man. And Ramiz, man, we haven't seen him in a while. Like, what's the update on him? Yeah, he was supposed to fight Carlson Harris. Man, he uh, he had a pretty bad injury. I don't like to go into detail. It's not my place. Yeah. But thankfully, hey, man, he has recovered from it. I know he's looking to fight soon. But, dude, he's one of, like, the nicest dudes ever, but one of the best teammates. He'll go ortho. He'll go southpaw. He'll wrestle super hard and grapple hard. He'll strike with you. Ramez is the man, like, good dude and a great teammate. And, dude, he'll push a freaking pace, too. Yeah, I can't wait to see him back, man. He's, he's, he's been Me having too. some bad luck as of late, I believe. And, yeah, yeah. Man, you want to see guys. A couple tweaks here and there, but that's part of the fight game. Yeah, nothing new for him, man. Didn't he? Like, I remember at the start of his UFC career, he had something like a tumor. Something, right? Yeah, for his contender fight, like in, in Nevada, you have to get an MRI on your head. That's good for every five years. And they had actually found something that he had to get operated on yeah. so i actually complain about doing medicals what's funny i was i was at a clinic earlier today getting some blood drawn from my medicals i used to complain about it all the time but then after remez had that find and they got it fixed i stopped complaining because if there is anything wrong with me it'll at least get found whereas if i didn't have to do this i probably wouldn't go get you know examined so i was just grateful that you know the fighters are looked out for and if there is anything up we'll at least catch it early so i'm grateful for that yeah definitely and man, this fight coming up, you know, I, I always know that you're ready for a three round war. You want to strike, you want to bang. But man, I feel like the submission is there in this one. You know what I mean? If, if it presents itself, you know what I mean? Like the knockout, there's so many options for you, I feel like, in this one. Agreed. Yeah, that's why, again, like having, a, having open expectations is good. I'm ready to go, you know, take this fight anywhere. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he looked to wrestle as well. I had a couple friends predict that's what he would try to do if my movement was on point. So, uh, yeah, man, just like the knockout's awesome. That's like a gold medal, but a finish, man. Any finish is great. And then if the finish isn't there, man, just a win. Just, you know, in MMA, it's just winning is the most important thing. You know, winning is safety. Losing is damage. You know, winning winning gets you paid double. <laughs> I'm going to fight how, in any way, any, any fashion. Yeah, definitely. Triple. You want that triple check, right? The, yeah, the show, the win, and then the bonus, man, the big triple check, right? Um, Man, October 7th, man, UFC Fight Night Las Vegas. Alex, man, thank you always, man, for taking the time. All the best in this fight coming up and uh, reaching that 20 mark, man. I, I'm, I'm here for it. Man, my man, I appreciate it so much, but it was always fun talking to you. Thank you.